Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 18th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I am, uh, I'm doing all right, you know. The rough Monday night football uh, game for for my Bears. It's, it's, it's Loser Tuesday. What? <laughs> loser Tuesday. What happened there? What, I, 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 I nothing watched nothing happened. of it. All I saw was a clip this morning on Twitter where it was like fourth and 10 and a guy ran a seven yard out and uh, Nick falls through it to an 11 yard route. And, you know, which he should when it's fourth and 10 or whatever, you don't run it short of the chains. And uh, yeah, it was a throwaway. And I think that was the end of a sad night. That's all I saw. Let, let me it, correct it you. Boring. That was Tyler Bray, our third string, oh, former, former Tennessee volunteer, Tyler Bray. Um, throwing that it was uh you know nick Foles got knocked out of the game late in the fourth quarter okay you know, they they needed the cart okay. to come out and pick him up um Shoot. but today we're hearing that he he is he's all right he's doing fine okay okay i've seen also late breaking news right as we record theo epstein is stepping yeah. down as a cubs general manager so a lot it of sounds lot of like he's going to the the mets he's going to get that big money deal at the oh. mets, so interesting you know. he, okay. he did he did his job he came it's a sad yeah. day he came here got us our championship sorry again uh for, yeah, yeah this is a lot of open wounds reopening of the wounds lately on that so all right well congrats to uh the vikings i suppose i don't know not not congrats but but you know as for what happened Monday. it was just what what happened Brutal. The bears offense is awful it it shouldn't even be they should they should not be allowed to refer to themselves as an NFL offense. It is just pathetic. They can't do anything. Um, I think they gained like five yards through the first four or five possessions of the second half on offense. So, yeah. Listening to the, the Ricky Fowler of the NFL per Kevin Van Valkenburg's cop, Kirk Cousins. That was one of his better ones if you listen to our, whatever that was, Friday Night Master Show. That's a good segment. Football players as golfers as football players. Um all right, I got. Let's do some cleanup. Little little uh, postmasters cleanup here. I got a couple things. Uh, I want to get a couple notes. One from Clark Bar says you demands that you apologize to Pauly for shouting about Cantley Rory switch when Rory jumped all the way up to fifth. I had I had this on my list of things to do today. I did you were ranting to... at Pauly. You I... were ranting. You were giving Pauly shit. I need to apologize. I have to issue an apology. I I fell for, you know, Cantley was in the mix. I just wanted to have a guy that was actually in the mix. There was a moment in the tournament where you thought, wow, Patrick Cantley might win this thing. I didn't ever feel that about Rory, but I did feel that about Can Patrick Cantley. <laughs> so one might say that Patrick Cantley was a better pick. You know, his finish wasn't <laughs> better, but... The fact that I, I think that is an important thing 
it's not i think that when we look at people and majors how we judge people's major performance more so than their finishes because finishes could kind of be empty is if you say but to yourself for- but if you say what at done some fantasy purposes. I know, but at some point, if you say, you know what, this guy might win this, then it was, they had a relevant week, right? Okay, sure. You know, sure. like nothing okay. tells the story of J.B. Holmes' uh, Open Championship last year. Like you look at the results. This is a- along the lines of your audio essay. Look, just ser- looking at J.B. Holmes' T45 will never, ever... Um, ca- encapsulate the fear that golf had that J.B. Holmes was going to somehow ruin the 2019 what? Open Championship. Like, that was a real thought going into Sunday was, is J.B. Holmes going to ruin this for golf? <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, okay. But in terms of fantasy, which is the world that Paulie works in, gambling and fantasy... The better result was Rory, and you rode with him, and you got what, you know, his advice worked out. I I owe him an apology. Okay. All right. What other. But I I think that's important. We now have. I gotcha. I I understand your point. It's a separate point, separate from the apology and the poly concern. One other item coming out of the Masters Will Knights sent me this to me on the side so I could ambush you with it. We have. Absolutely far and away, the most interesting tidbit we will get on Tyler Duncan, rookie from the Masters. It comes from an Indie Star article written by Garrett Johnston on uh, Tyler Duncan's uh, first Masters. And in it, you, I, Duncan's uncle, here's the line from the piece, Duncan's uncle and swing coach Andy Johnson is extremely happy for his nephew and pupil to make his debut this week. And he's quoted, Andy Johnson, quoted throughout the article, Tyler Duncan, swing coach and uncle, is none other than Andy Johnson. So I think now you need to go from being, you know, popping him for being the most, you know, boring or robot player with nothing interesting about him. To being kind of a super fan, top backer. If you, you have a namesake investment in Tyler Duncan's success going forward, in my opinion. I might be able to just start saying I'm a swing coach. <laughs> you might be able to. <laughs> just put that badge on, walk out onto the ranges now. Just like, oh, no, 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 I'm, a, I'm an instructor. <laughs> I, I'm with Tyler Duncan. I'm an instructor. I might need to have this uh, Andy Johnson on the Fried Egg Pod. Have Andy Johnson interview yeah. Andy Johnson. He's probably a local. He's probably nearby. He's probably you know Indiana type. If he's his uncle, maybe I'm you know assume it's it's a. It's a I wonder know, if he's ever pie, been hit so. by hit by a golf ball. Wait, oh, because Duncan hit his wife, with, yeah, or girlfriend. Wonder if or ever when he was instructing Tyler, if Tyler hit him with a golf ball. Maybe that all the family members. Yeah, he just hit pops everybody with a golf ball. If you, you get close to him. <laughs> Do you have any other cleanup from the Masters you'd like to go over? Any other fallout? We tend to move quickly off of these off of these major championships you, and into the next week. But it's kind of weird how quickly I feel like the world, and this is just I think given the time of year that it mm-hmm. was hosted in, how and maybe it was because DJ kind of ran away with it. But this year's Masters seemed to just be over, and then it was just over. 
there was no buzz yeah. after it. And it could be because everybody's like, you know what? It's November. I'm done with golf for a while. Um, or it could be, you know, the fact that there were six NFL games waiting to be on right after the Masters finished. Um, yeah. It could be a number of things. It could be that the NBA draft is tomorrow night or tonight yes, if you're listening on Wednesday. Yeah. Lowest uh, lowest ratings since they started keeping track or lowest ratings since 1957. I don't care about it. I don't want to talk about it. Sunday just, morning, too. You know, like, right. It was early. It was NFL. It was November. U.S. Open had its lowest ratings and whatever. The way we, the, the amount of air and, and attention we give to ratings, I think, just doesn't feel, you know, I know they're important for certain people, but I, I don't, I've never been down with kind of, you know, sort of clenching your fists or wringing your hands about ratings or celebrating ratings, you know, either direction. So I think there was like, uh, you know, that there was really good ratings. I've thought on Thursday I saw too, you know, Oh really? Yeah. So I think you can't, nobody goes up against the NFL and wins like that is just, it doesn't happen. Like nobody can go up against the NFL and win on a Sunday and the the broadcast went up right against the NFL. Right. One thing I would like to clean up, and it's more like I just sort of buried my head. So maybe people wrote about it, talked about it, highlighted it. I know a lot of people were tweeting about it in the moment. Was I think we need to put Tiger's finish like in the sort of in the pantheon highlight reel of Tiger Woods um, making a ten birding five of his last i'm sure people wrote about it i just didn't read i just want to make sure we get i i know we discussed it give that the appropriate attention it quite honestly like making a 10 when you're out of it you're old he's struggling to get out of the bunker i kind of put it up there in there with like it's it's more indicative of the person who won the 2019 masters after we thought his career was over it's indicative of the person who literally could not chip a golf ball it like really just mentally, maybe physically could not chip a golf ball, like a 20 handicapper and came crawled out of that, went away for a month, came back to the masters on these, you know, incredibly tight lies and was chipping, uh, in April of whatever that was 2015, I want to say maybe 16. Um, it's indicative of the person who like won a U.S. open on a broken leg or a torn ACL, whatever it was, both of them. I, I just don't know that we have many characters and we saw some of this in, in our spotlight research. Like a lot of these guys just kind of go away. Some of them, ha- some of them fight and find it, but like, I think breaking 40 after making a 10 belongs up there in the celebration of Tiger as like one of the great champions of, of, of all time. Yeah. I think Obviously, this is a little bit subjective, what I'm going to say, but I think if you imagine what would have happened if Phil makes that 10, it illuminates just the pure difference between Tiger and another <laughs> all-time great Phil, right? Like yeah. Phil probably, you know, just acts a fool the rest of the way and shoots, you know, makes maybe a couple birdies, but a couple, you know, doubles doing is like, I think, that, you know, Tiger just, that's the way he plays the game the way he's going to play the game. Right. And it doesn't matter how it's going. And I think, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think it it was super cool to see him come back like that. Um, and I think it's why 
you have to feel good about the week, even though he didn't look great the last two days physically. But you have to feel like, you know what? The stars did not align at all this week for Tiger in terms of the lead up, how he's been playing, um, you know, how the week fell out for him. And he still was pretty good, you know? Yeah. Because you yeah, take just, away that you take away the ten and he's top top twenty, you know? You sound like Ian Baker Finch now on, on Sunday trying to put a positive spin on everything. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, ju- I just look, we're not adding anything super profound to the conversation here, but um I, I think it sort of got lost and buried in the obviously the celebration of DJ appropriately so and DJ's reaction is emotion. I, I just think it belongs up there in the career highlights of which there are many for um, a champion that we'll never see again. And probably something like that, that we might never see again when I, I get it on Thursday or Friday, right? Maybe somebody could pull that out, but on Sunday when it just doesn't matter and you're not going to win in effect, um, I think it belongs up there with, with the kind of person that we've seen come back from chip yips, win majors on torn ACLs and, and win the masters when his career was all much you know, gone. So, all right. Uh, moving on. Anything else from the Masters you want to talk about? DJ's off to St. Bart's playing. Looks like some tequila drinking games, having a good old time as as we expect and want. From life's, uh, life's gonna, gonna be good for Dustin Johnson in the next six weeks, eight weeks, <laughs> eight weeks, ten weeks, twelve weeks, something like that. However yeah. long he wants. You know that he's already. The, and I think this is he's something that goes like. A little unnoticed is like there can be golf robots. We love our, you know, the guys like Sung JM who just are always golfing. And, you know, I'm I'm a golf nut, a golf nerd. I I can't get enough golf. But, uh, you know, from a, you know, thinking about golf standpoint. But, you know, one of the things I have always thought about is like, you know, balance is really good for golf. And DJ is a perfect example. It's like he enjoys his time when he's not playing at a world-class level but by all you know signs he works his ass off when he's working you know at his game at his craft but he also has balance where he enjoys you know libations and you know uh he he enjoys his life and and i think there are other people that have other uh interests and sometimes we get critical of them and say, oh, that guy just doesn't work hard enough at it. But the reality is balance can be a very, very good thing for golf. Um, and there are a lot of golfers that play better when they work less at it, which is it's a counterintuitive sport. There's an authenticity there, too. Like we, we kind of know who DJ is and what he does and what he's about. Like whereas a lot of these guys aren't that because they got to sell you know, golf balls or insurance or whatever. You know what I mean? There's like an authenticity, whether, whether it's simple or there may not be a lot of complexity there, or there may be more complexity than he's given credit for, but there's a real authenticity about DJ. Like, you know what you're getting, you know who he is on and off the golf course, more or less. And and like, I don't know. He, he, it seems like he doesn't, I I read, uh, I think it was Alan Shipnuck said something like his agent was like, he just doesn't like, spend a single second wasting energy thinking about like what other people, you know, what other people might say about him or getting pissed or being, you know, talking shit about other people behind their backs. I think Claude Harmon said that the CH three has said that like 
all these guys on the range gossip about each other at some point or another, right? Or make a comment like DJ just never does that. I, I think there's a real authenticity there. And, you know, warts and all, whether it's suspensions for drugs or not, like uh, at least you kind of know who he is and what he's been and, and whether that's, um, you know, necessarily always the, the right path or not. It, it's somewhat relatable in a way, I suppose. It, it's just you kind of understand who the full person is. So, yeah. All right. Um, are we moving on? Are you done? One other thing. Master stuff. I just yeah. pulled this. It, I didn't use it. I was thinking about tweeting it. I just, uh, I pulled the, uh, par five scoring. I figure this is, if I, if I don't use it here, I'll never use it again. <laughs> um, par five scoring of the, the guys that finished in the top nine, uh, DJ, Sung Jay and Cam Smith, all 11 under JT and Rory, eight and seven under. Fratelli eight under, Pan nine under, Brooks ten under, and Rom ten under. Rom did that with a double on eight. Yeah, at eight. Holy crap. Wow. But it's just it's just interesting that, you know, top three finishers played the par fives the best. And you look at like Rory at seven under, there's there's the difference between him and and kind of in the mix and you know, DJ being able to threaten you know, and then you look at, you know, Rom, obviously 10 under with a double did everything he could on the par fives that you got to look at the other stuff then with him. Yep. But, yep. uh, go while for we're it. on the subject of those do well, those that did well, why don't we do an ad read quickly for Rucket? Those ah. who showed up, maybe those who didn't show up at the masters, uh, rucket.com is back. They're sponsoring us through the year. Uh, they're also giving away, uh, what's the URL? Rucket.com slash shotgun start. That's pretty easy to ma- remember. R-U-K-K-E-T. Rucket.com slash shotgun start. You enter to win two, uh, potentially two. I guess the same person could win both, but I doubt that's probably against the rules. Uh, two portable driving ranges. I think the value is like $280. All you got to do is put your name and email, no social security number, no you know password to anything else, just your name and email. Uh, you could win a $280 drop portable driving range. And if you don't win it, if you just enter, you get a 20% off coupon, which is better than our SGS 15 promo code, uh, 20% off one purchase. We had multiple people reach out in the last day asking for the promo code. I sent them that way. So do the rocket.com slash shotgun start, enter that giveaway. Um, and it's like a lot of people say they're like kind of getting back to home, being homebound. They're either by choice or by not. They're, they're I think we're uh, we're entering lockdown in Illinois uh, again today. <laughs> Sounds like so. We've been getting a lot of asks about the promo code, and uh, yeah, that's where I'd send you. Is rucketcom start. Put your name and email in there. You get a twenty percent off coupon. Any players that depressed you think we're in the rucket net? Need the rucket? Well, net, let me tell you, shippers or the putting greens. What What do you think? I, I'm starting to wonder if Sungjae might be listening to the pod. He might have gotten into the rocket <laughs> net because a couple of weeks ago we said he needed to get into the rocket net. It's something he could, you know, it's portable, easy to put up when he goes hotel to hotel, you know, and maybe that could be <laughs> the is. big thing. Now, this is somebody that I bet wishes he had a rocket net earlier in his career. We did a big spotlight on none other than VJ Singh. He withdrew after a 75. Um, you know, one of the th- benefits of this is that VJ might not have worn down and, you know, gone through as many caddies if he had this rocket net at home. Wouldn't have spent what all those mean? hours on the range. He could have gone home, oh, gotten his work in at home, and uh, and built up a little bit more goodwill 
with his caddies. Caddies just having to like camp out on the range, yeah. from sun up to sundown, and they're like, "This guy, I'm not getting paid by the hour here for this guy." Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. That's a good little twist. Why did he WD? Do we know? He Don't just, know. Seventy five. He's out. So that's a good one. I like it. And the Sunjay call. Maybe, maybe the real estate consideration when he was looking for a home was where he could set up a potential rocket net in his backyard or, or basement. You got to have that high ceiling. We don't have that high ceiling in our homes. <laughs> Just got punch, punch out, know. punch out uh, nets down here. Indoor punch out range. I might go set up in the basement, and work on that Cam Smith shot. Those the, the Cam Smith shot from nine. Pretend you know i can't see where the ball will go but i hit punch outs from the pine straw down in my basement who do you have all right i don't have anybody i let you do the research for this all Sorry. right i was too busy setting up this damn mic stand uh all right uh, sign so up Ru- sign up sign up for the uh the email giveaway, giveaway. it's uh, rocket.com slash shotgun start all right we're moving on to schedule for the week on the pga tour we have the rsm classic thursday to sunday at sea island golf club hey right? can i give you, can i Go do ahead. something real quick because i know yeah. everybody's been missing it i wanted to give what? everybody a fedex cup update since we didn't get one on sunday D- dj <laughs> took the lead oh who did to throw who was bryson the big bryson. boy where's hudson swafford he didn't have a chance to play for those he wasn't in him. so yeah. Stu sink didn't get any you know he it's tough when you're number two in the FedEx Cup and you don't you can't get can't into that get, get into the event. Uh Cantley, Coke Crack, your boy, Coke Crack, Matthew oh, Wolf, boy. Sergio, Ortiz, JT, and Marty Laird is number ten still. It's clutching. Unbelievable. So that's your FedEx Cup update. I know everybody well, missed it last week. Uh, nothing like a good, you know, mid November pre Thanksgiving FedEx Cup date. You know, I love it. So PJ Tour is the RSM Classic. I think they should oh. start calling it. I thought about that t- too today, and you just said it. I don't know if you um, said it on purpose. I think it should be, they should just lean into it, and it should be the FedEx Cup date. Cup date, yeah. Instead of, of FedEx Cup update. Like, yes. FedEx yes. Cup date. Cut some syllables out of there. All right. Uh, this is on the Seaside course, redesigned by Tom Fazio in 1999, as well as the Plantation course, originally designed by Walter Travis, redesigned by Davis Love III and Mark Love in 2019. The purse is $6.6 million. I don't even know the why way, they got... have the Walter Travis Walter thing Travis. on there. Like, ju- just take Nick it Wilson off. <laughs> like, just take it off. There's no Walter Travis left there. Just They got Colton Allison in the seaside. Yeah, well, it, Harry Colt wasn't there. It was Charles Allison. Okay. Harry Colt made, All like, right. one trip to America and visited... Pine Valley and Old Elm, a couple other places. Well, <laughs> well this, I should clarify, is from our, whoever this person is on the inside at golfchannel.com and gives us our notables is back. And this is where I'm reading this from. And I did not, cannot wait to get to the notables. We'll see if there are any goodies they planted on the inside. I, I, I got to find out who's on the inside doing this one. Defending champ is Tyler Duncan, coached by Andy Johnson. Uh, notables, Sanjay M., Jason Day, Webb Simpson, Lee Westwood, Louis Oosthuizen, Brian Gay, Rory Sabatini. <laughs> so we've gone from the boys in brown to the bracelet boys. These are the notables. Harry Higgs, Joaquin Neiman, Bo Hostler. Oh, my God. Bo, we have... <laughs> 
Bo Hostler, Bo Hogan, Bo Van Pelt. So there's a <laughs> the notable. Bo zone. We got a Bo zone. <laughs> Unbelievable. Bo Hug, Bo Van Pelt, Bo Hostler. Brendan Steele and Andy Sullivan, the Bumblebee, <laughs> somehow made the notable section of this this uh, this write up. So thank God for whoever's doing this. Bo Hostler, Bo Hogan, Bo Van Pelt. Um, any reaction? This will be Thursday to Sunday, one to four on Golf Channel. This is a nice little. I don't this know, is your least favorite tournament on the PGA Tour. I don't know if least. I don't. I don't dislike it. I just question why it exists. That's all. I, I wish it would be in some place. Now it, it's all out the window with no fans. Um, I just, it just feels like an opportunity to go somewhere new and kind of get, everywhere. Where can you? Island, where can you go in November? Charleston. Charleston. Get a bunch of young, drunk idiots out there. It'd probably be a pretty fun event. I bet they could go somewhere around Charleston. Um, I, I think like Sea Island, everybody's already a golf nut. Everybody's a PGA Tour nut. It's sleepy resort. It looks awesome. It's beautiful. It's not nothing against Sea Island. I just think like PGA Tour event, I, I, don't, I don't know. like I, In honor of this week, whatever. I wanted to do some Sea Island facts for you since you hate yeah. it so much. I don't hate Sea Island. Or the courses or anything. I just like, I wish they could use it to go to a market that maybe isn't already a like PGA tour obsessed. But, but the, uh, the, my three minute, you know, Google search and, you know, digging uh-huh. around only yielded like tourism websites. And I said, oh, fuck sure. this. <laughs> um, uh, On the subject of searching, Will Knights is updated. I've been doing Duncan research for the last hour, which is no way to spend your time. And the only note I have is that he's from the same town as NASCAR driver Tony Stewart and Mike Pence. See, this so is this research, is what I'm saying. That's all you get. If we've already been down this road, Will. Like we, uh, this is the whole premise of why he's the least interesting. I exhausted the entire Google search. I I got to the end of it and I found nothing. <laughs> There's not a lot out there. Do you have anything on the RSM yes, Classic? Yes, I got your... I got Go three ahead. things okay. to watch. Okay. First off, this is not one of the three things, but I will say that it is a very good field. I was delightfully, you know, when I I started digging into the field, it's a very good field. I guess that can go into one of my three things. The boys at Brown are together on the PGA Tour at a regular PGA Tour event, non-WGC, non-major. This happens very, very rarely. And both of them, one of them could get notched on there and then, you know, get a a win and be prominently featured on uh, FedEx's website, PGATour.com. You know, (laughs) they could be featured prominently there. One in the same, PGATour.com is a FedEx Cup (laughs) website. If you need to ship a package, you just go to PGATour.com now. It's more than one in the same. They might add that that feature eventually. (laughs) Um, they might, but okay, uh, good they're field. they're together. But then, uh, you know, there are a lot of good euros that are staying over to play this event. And we've already went over the bumblebee, the bumblebee, Andy Sullivan in in uh, attendance. But I don't understand why he's there. He didn't play the match. Yeah, what's he doing? Is it just because all of his friends were there? So he decided to, hey, I'm gonna hop over here. Uh, but we've got know, we've got Poulter, we've got the burnt cheeseburger. Yeah. Burn Viesberger. We got Matt Wallace, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Chicago's very own Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, Tyrrell Hatton, Rafa Cabrera Bayo, among wow. others. Big Euro, Euro uh, flavor to this. That's great. 
And then uh, another thing to watch. The Davis zone was saved this week. Davis Love III is out with an injury. You know, I'm sure he gutted to miss his hometown event. Weren't there four or five Davises in this last year? Yeah. Davis Riley, maybe. Davis Thompson, though. Davis Thompson is back. Number one ranked amateur in the world. Uh, He obviously, you guys probably all remember him from the U.S. Open, where he played extraordinarily well in the opening round. Uh, but he, uh, he got a sponsor's invite and there's only uh, one other Davis and it's the dual citizen Cameron Davis. He's, he's a citizen uh, of the Cameron zone and the Davis zone. <laughs> um, that's good. Then my final thing that's to good. watch is, uh, is the bracelet boys. Now these guys They're are st- notables. <laughs> listed in the notable section. <laughs> these guys are stories because the last time we saw Brian Gay, he was winning in Bermuda. Uh-huh. 48-year-old Brian Gay was winning in Bermuda. And the last time we saw Sabo, he was steaming off a golf course in Houston, WD <laughs> Almost, you know, walking off. I hope I hope that he likes the uh, the uh Sea Island courses. I'm sure he likes the Sea Island courses more than he likes Tom Doak's uh Memorial Park redesign. So uh, you know, what will this week hold? Will we get any drama? Will we get see one of them in contention? They've been very notable the last month, and it's probably why they're featured in Golf Channel's notable uh, players list. Uh, <laughs> the bracelet boys. We need the tour to pair them together, though, just for kind of to really bring it home. And a couple people pointed this out to us last week with Justin Leonard featured prominently on Live From. Is yeah. he a bracelet boy, too? He might be. He's got all sorts of things going on on his wrist. He might be a bracelet player. What is Although, up like, with these late Brian 40s Gay, players and bracelets? I think it's from their kids. The, the distinction with Gay and Sabatini is like they, they go to like bespoke and like high end bracelets. <laughs> they spend money on these things. I don't know why. I don't, I don't understand that world. It's not a world I operate in. Um, you have any candidate for um, the Davis Love the Third phenomenon? And that is. Going to Harbortown the week after the Masters, this was from our Davis Love the Third spotlight, oh. where he would he'd be peaking physically. His game would be there for the Masters, but mentally he'd be a wreck. But so his p- game would stay in shape the next week at Harbortown, and mentally he would be over the sort of the kind of the hex or the the pressure cooker that kind of made him always go awry at Augusta. And that would sort of that equilibrium of his physical, his game being in shape for the Masters, still in shape for Harbortown, and mentally he'd be over sort of the uh, the torture chamber that is Augusta, that was Augusta for him, and then he'd win Harbortown every time. It would just match up. Do you have any candidates for that potentially happening? I know it's November, but a similar type thing, jaunting down to the coast uh, for the RSM Classic. Maybe, maybe. Maybe a Westie. Well, I hate to go there. It could be a Westie. Such game's been good. Game showed signs at times last week, and Augusta. The putter of course, was we know so is, bad. Yeah, but it's Augusta. Like he, it kind of gives and takes with with Westie. So, do you have a candidate? For the I, Davis I'll tell you. Third if round? Rory was playing in this field, he <laughs> yeah, might win by ten. Yes. Yes. Like that one That's just right. jumps off the top of top of the page to me, you know. But he's yep. obviously not yep. in the field. Looking through it, you know, the tough thing is we don't have Ricky. We don't have Rory. Right. Um, you know, it, it, we have 
you know, Sungjae, but Sungjae didn't fold under the pressure like Davis Love talked about. Like Sungjae played a great tournament. It was the best performance ever by a first timer. So he doesn't yeah. really count in that same bucket. Um, okay. I could see like Tyrrell playing really well this week because he the cut. He, yeah. Well, and he just he said it in his press conference. He just doesn't hasn't played well at Augusta ever. And I think it might be just one of those cases we see it. You know, it's just not a good course fit. We've seen it with a lot of really great golfers. Is like like Hendrick Stenson until Timer. last year never played well at Augusta National, and he was one of the probably ten best players of for eight nine years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, he. But I would say that's more of a course a course thing than uh, we got Fratelli in this week too. You want Fantastic. you want geography. You want to tra- drop your Fratelli tidbit that you picked up? What was? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we got this from a Eurotour insider that he wears the sun sleeves uh, because to save money on sunscreen. <laughs> He's apparently it, it was known on the European tour as being the, the most frugal player on the tour, and uh, yeah, that that he would he wears the sun sleeves as a way to save money on sunscreen. He he. Um, and also to stand out for his brand. Nike gives us all the same clothes. I want to stand out. He can, so, well, they gave him the sunscreen, sunscreen. The sun sleeves for free. I bet they gave him sun sleeves yeah. for free too. Right. Whereas the sunscreen's maybe coming out of his own pocket. So another Fratelli tidbit. There we go. This has become a Fratelli podcast. Do you have right. anybody that would fit your uh, DL3 mold? Westy. I think Westy. Usti too. Usti could be. Usti. <laughs> both. Just the usual boys and brown. There you go. Every week, we like them. Uh, this feels, okay, it feels like a Streelman zone too. Did you see uh, the one other thing I saw? Uh, case of the golf uh, Monday yep. Q. Yep. He tweeted a picture. Mister Three Hundred Junior was out playing the Monday qualifier. Uh, I assume Mister Three Hundred <laughs> Junior is JJ Henry's. Child offspring, Sendin, John Sendin. Oh, Mister, T- <laughs> I can't keep up with all these things. John Sendin, why is he Monday qualifying? He's, I think that doesn't have a. It points to how strong this field is that the three hundred cut exemption didn't get in. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's a good sign for this week. I think it's, it could be a pretty pretty interesting tournament. I think we could get a good. It's kind of the last one. I think obviously we got Mayakoba, but. Nobody's going down playing Mayakoba. Like, DJ is. DJ committed to that, I think. He did. Well, he's going to just be down there. So. <laughs> Partying already. Yeah, he's probably just going to be down. That's what just, I would do. He's on this tequila tour. That's part of his tequila tour. He's going from St. Bart's to Mayakoba. Uh, okay. On the European tour. We're done with one and done. I passed you. But DJ's win. No How about that? Picks. How I about that strategy? Over. That's a master class <laughs> in strategy. I think you should write. I started watching this Queen's Gambit show. It's all about chess, yeah. and there's all these, you know, the, yeah. these chess books and everything. That right. you should write a a book about one and done strategy, leaving your six six of the ten best options for the final event, so that you. <laughs> and that one and and that one and done league that I was right on the bubble the last week. Nobody had yeah. DJ left, so nobody picked DJ. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. But you know, you a go. wise man like I you have... left him. Yeah. 
Yeah, you start using Stuart's sink, you sprinkle in a little, you know, Jerry Kelly, you end up with DJ at the end, and I passed you. I think I finished like 55th or something. John Ezekowitz, chief data officer, ran away with the title, I believe. And you expect that from a brilliant mind like that. Uh, okay. What's your, uh, so no pick. who's your pick? I'll just make a pick. I'll take Russell Henley. He's been playing great golf. Oh, I didn't make, I didn't even do any research. I'll go with Tyler Duncan. Andy Johnson's going to have him in line for the back-to-back <laughs> title defense. I didn't look at anything. All right. Man, the um, hitman's in the field, even. I don't think. <laughs> the hitman's in the field? David Hurt. Is he? Yeah. What, what, a major medical or something? Who knows? <laughs> oh, God's sakes. Um, let me God, there's a, guy, a lot of guys with the He's last name. He's not in the field. Yeah, he is. Hurt? Cor- According oh, to mine. Top 125 from... Uh... Listen to this. You know the last name last name that starts with an H? The field's, what, 132 players or something? I don't, I think... don't know. Where are you going with this? There's 20 guys with a, with a last name of H that starts with H. How about that? It's kind of crazy. I don't know. Do you know a lot of guys with, that have a last name that starts with H? Like I think through my group of friends, not I don't know if I have any. And this thing, this event, has twenty. Unbelievable, mind blowing. I got to start thinking about my friend groups and if I know anybody with the last name H. I'll have to think about that. That's quite an insight. I like that. I like you pulling that out. Twenty-two, um, not tw- twenty-two. I miscounted. Holy, I missed John. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Huh? How could you miss that? That's unbelievable. All right. It really is. It really is, Andy. All right, let's move on to the Joburg Open on the European Tour. Thursday to Sunday at Rand Park Golf I mean, Course. There's Firestorm. not anybody even close. Any other S might Letter. be the only one that might be close. I saw you scrolling. I knew we weren't done talking about that. S has got... S has, S has almost 20. One, two, three, four. S has 21. Or no, 20 on the dot. The Joburg Open uh, is Thursday to Sunday at Rand Park Golf Club, designed by Sid Bruce in 1971. Uh, It has a purse of 1.19. Like bruise, like a bruise on your arm? No, (laughs) bruise. B R E W S. Bruce. Oh. Uh, the defending champion is Shabankar Sharma, $1.19 million purse. Let's see what they got for us for notables. <laughs> God, who's in? Who's doing this? Brandon Stone, Sean Crocker, Toby Tree is a notable. <laughs> Yako Van Zyl. <laughs> Hometown event. I didn't even know he's still. He's a South African hero. JB Kruger, pronounced, (laughs) spelled B, JB Kruger, who we've struggled with here in the past, is notable. Richard Sterney, appropriately so. Jacques. I think they put these all into mess with my pronunciation skills. Jacques. Well, you deserve it after. you, you, You were criticizing Vern the other day. I wasn't criticizing. I just said, you know, it's a fellow pronunciation, someone who struggles with that. Jacques Blau, Jacques Krushwick. So there's a Jacques zone, I guess. 
Jacques Krushwick, Raphael Jacqueline, Keith Horn. That's an Andy name. Keith Horn. Keith Van Horn. No Van, just Keith Horn is a notable for some reason. Benjamin Polk. Who is Benjamin Polk? I don't know. So we got a horn and a poke. And Rourke Vanderspee spy. Rourke Vanderspy. So we got Jvi Kruger, Jaco Van Zyl, Toby Tree. I don't know who's writing these notables. It's unbelievable what's going on. Uh, I don't have anything to add about the Joburg Open. I Thursday, I guess it's on nothing. at the crack of dawn, over at 9.30 on Sunday, Eastern. What do you got? Nothing. Doesn't oh, okay. I can't Go believe Kosia's not even playing in it. He might be. He's just not in the notables. He's I not have. in it. I'm, I looked it up. Jacques Blau and Jacques Krujwick. So, all right. What's Van Zyl up to these days? I wonder what it is. He's he missed means. a ton of cuts. He basically hasn't made a cut since he he shunned the majors a few years ago. On the LPGA, we have the Pelican Women's. What is it called? The Pelican Women's Championship. That's what it was. I knew the Pelican Women's Championship. That's at Pelican Golf Club in Bel Air, Florida. It's a 6,268-yard setup by Dal Ross, renovated by Shane Robichaux. The purse is $1.5 million. I've got some stuff es- on this course. Esteemed, you know, Donald Ross expert, Shane Robichaux. I don't know who that is. Um, Robichaux. Uh, so there's some rank, just kind of Tampa corruption surrounding this course. Unbelievable! Tell I me, did some articles. Wait, got a little... oh, is this the one Bel Air Biltmore? Is this the one? Oh my yeah. God, that place it's was not so Bel Air off. Biltmore. I I know no, what it's you're talking. about. but it's, it's uh, yeah. what's it called? Uh, I played there uh, what years ago. Do- this... Pelican. It's always been Pelican, I think. Pelican. No, golf this is. Uh, I think it changed. Changed names. It was public, and now it's private. Yeah, this is it. So the, it had, this was a great little Dal Ross course. I played it for uh, a buddy's wedding. So this is uh, so there's this big family in Bel Air, the Doyles, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of money, and they bought the course. And this is just some good old Tampa, Florida corruption right in front of our face happening. The Doyles uh, they contribute to all sorts of town causes. On July 16th, this was last year. The Doyles went before the town commission for this Bel Air seeking approval for the latest phase of their club enhancements. Commissioner Thomas Curry voted in favor. What happened next has roiled this otherwise placid town. The day after the vote for enhancement, Curry sold his house overlooking the club to Daniel Doyle Sr., the owners of the course, for $1.65 million cash. It was by far the most ever paid for a house in that area both in dollar amount and price per square foot. So this commissioner votes for the enhancements. Next day, sells it to this Doyle family, who's they're billionaires from, or millionaires with, I don't know, Dex Imaging or something like that. Sells his house, like, ridiculously over cash, in cash, and, like, way over what everybody else, what's the price is for that particular area. Kind of interesting. This um, this golf course, it was, the- this was Bellevue Biltmore. And this was this was one of the best. Are you sure this was? Yes, it? I thought that was another one in town. No, this okay. this was one of the best 
municipal, like public access municipal courses in the country, and this and the town sold it to private to become to a private owner to become a private club. It it was one of the worst you know things that's you know happened in you know municipal golf in the country in terms of losing one of the the best municipal golf courses because the town just you know it, it was a corrupt thing. I've got some more details about this. The Doyles had ambitious plans for the club to help redevelop Ross's original design. And this is with, you know, understanding that LPJ would be coming to town. This was a year ago to help redevelop Ross's original design, more than 800 trees. That's in line with your thinking. Some of them invasive species were removed and replaced by red maples, live oaks, and thousands of shrubs. Okay, well, maybe that sentence didn't end how I thought it was going to. So they replaced them. Uh, A new pro shop grill room opened, large new clubhouse under construction, a learning center, and three two-story villas with total rooms of 28. Residents liked the preservation of the green space. Many hoped the course would remain public. Instead, it is now private with membership by invitation only. There's a resident speaking. When I first purchased the home, you'd see families with their kids and dogs walking along the golf cart path. There wasn't any kind of trespass enforcement. People, for their part, respected the premises. All that is now lost because you can't step foot beyond the path or you'll be stopped by security. And there's all sorts of like, there's the guy buying the guy's house in cash, the commissioner's house in cash the day after they voted for the enhancements. There's also another commissioner who ended up working at Pelican Golf Club as a membership director. So she was working there, became a membership director of the, this new private club, uh, said she needed a job, but it wasn't a conflict of interest. This is all in the Tampa Tribune, like uh, Tampa Bay Times. Great, great local newspaper that still does a ton of investigative work. This was the subject of one of those investigations. So that's where the LPGA is playing this week. Do you have any other thoughts on that? I just this Whenever this golf course gets brought up, I get so mad. I I didn't realize this was the golf course. I didn't know it was its a new name. That's it's so sad. It's it was such a cool little place. It was like a perfect like public golf course. It's like the public golf course that you wish every community had and they just sold it to this billionaire and let him then, you know, it was a largely intact Donald Ross course that just got blown up. Yeah. And it sounds like even the residents, like they've planted like shrubs and stuff. Like you can't even like, like it was nice, like community kind of center park. Right. And they look and the guy talks about walking your dogs and kids and stuff. And now that it's like hard to even see in, they think they're going to use the LPGA event to put up like more permanent fencing, you know, as like a security part. It just sounds like some of the residents are pissed, especially with all the conflict of interest stuff going on or the appearance of conflict of interest, man, this was going to be my event of the week, but it's no, it's lost. <laughs> I guess the RSM's yeah. event of the week. I don't think it can be that. I, I, what was the price per square foot stuff was just uh, mind blowing. It's usually like he sold the guy sold his house in cash for like something that's usually like 200 per square foot for like 440 or something, something crazy. Um, 1.65 million. All right. So notables, let's get back to the event. Notables in this, this, uh, the Pelican women's championship, Jin Young Ko, Lexi Thompson, Shun Hun Park, Se Young Kim, Bronte Law, Jennifer Cup Show, Sophia Popoff is playing. Sierra Brooks, uh, amateur Gabby Ruffles got a spot. Maria Fossey, Haley Moore, and Natalie Gulpis made the notables. Uh, so that's Thursday, Sunday, four to seven. God, this Darn. just makes me so mad. I was I was excited about this event. Yeah. 
do you know that this is this is from Ron Serac's piece? Um, yeah. The this is the first uh, time the LPGA tour has been back to the Tampa Bay area since 1989, and the first ever LPGA tournament was the Tampa Open in 1950. So a little bit of LPGA tour history, right there. Huh. That's great. Isn't that yeah. cool? Too yeah. bad it's at a place that's ripe for corruption and and just everything that's May, wrong. Obviously. It's like this is like the story of what's wrong with American golf: taking a great public municipal golf course and turning it private and exclusive, and you know, blowing up like a very good golf course and making a worse golf course, spending millions of dollars to make a golf course worse. I'm looking at this is a year old article. Some of the it looks like quite a bit of construction going on with the the villas and the the new clubhouse and grill and all that stuff. So, um, all right, that's your LPGA event. <laughs> your best, the Ladies European Tour. They have the Saudi Ladies Team International. This says it's on TV. I didn't know that, but that's Royal Greens, King Abdullah Economic City, designed by Dave Sampson in 2018. Laura Davies, Georgia Hall, Charlie Hull. And a Nordqvist and Ann Van Dam are among the notables. Of this the, is the Saudi uh, Ladies Team International. Ho, uh, the, this is Sergio's favorite golf course. Yeah, Sergio, where Sergio tore up the greens. That's all I got for schedule for the week. Your event of the week is now RSM Classic. You got to switch it from Tampa. Yeah, that's low six. On, that's uh, an inaugural event, you know. So low on options, huh? Well, yeah, I can't. I can't give it event of the week after the news. I was excited uh, about our, that history tidbit and, you know, yeah. eight of the top 10 in the world. And then, of course, it's at like the golf course that one of the golf course stories that makes me more infuriated than any other one in, in the country. I mean, I think they bought it for like 300,000 more than the city. I don't know. The Do This Doyle family sounds like they're heavy hitters and they've got parks and gyms and all sorts of stuff named after them in you know, in uh, this town. So, I this is—it's why um, Florida can't have nice things. Oh, okay. All right, news: U.S. Women's Open field is now set. They added like twenty-eight players off the women's uh, the Rolex rankings. What surprised me is one hundred fifty-six women, one hundred fifty-six players in the field. Isn't that going to be impossible to get done before dark in December? Where like the the wing foot? It's uh, Houston, oh. you, Houston. Yeah, it's gonna be really hard. Like Wingfoot, they trimmed it, right? Wasn't it like one forty six or one forty four? I think one fifty six down to one forty four for Wingfoot. I mean, per the release, they have one hundred fifty six players, so that seems really gonna be hard to do in December. But whatever. Um, we got a ton of stuff on scheduling, scheduling, but we might need to bump that. I'm at a hard stop here. We can talk about the new KFT schedule. Let's talk about that Friday. I'm, 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 my mood's been ruined. You're on tilt by the Tampa news. I got a great tip on the BMW Championship going to Wilmington. Some interesting stuff that'll ruin your mood for that. Um, KFT NCAA scheduling. So we'll talk about that all on Friday. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. Try not to be so have your moods so impacted by it. News of the uh, LPGA venue this week, as Andy's has. Uh, it seems like you're more forlorn about this than the Bears' loss at the start of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
All right. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with a lot of fun uh, schedule, schedule talk then on some of these, these updated KFT stuff for uh, Friday.